0: my first time doing this for the podcast fired by amanda williams so this is the real estate investor goddesses podcast i'm your host monique ham and i interview amazing badass women in the real estate investing sphere and my guest today is no exception she's so cool and i'm super excited to introduce her to you And I'm super excited to be doing this live on Facebook because I haven't ever done that before, but we're playing with it and we'll see how it goes. And I am actually on the Zoom. I don't, not seeing Facebook at all. So (laughs) if you guys are doing comments and whatnot, uh, great. Please comment, try to respond after because I don't see them now. Okay. So Amanda Williams is a real estate investor. She's an entrepreneur and a real estate brokerage owner from Raleigh, North Carolina. She's just 35 years old, and she's already built multiple businesses in the real estate industry, including a nice-sized rental portfolio, and Airbnb business, and is the team leader for multiple real estate agents across America, helping them live a passive life income lifestyle. I love that. Amanda is passionate about teaching others to look at life in a positive way where they can attract anything they want in life. And she believes every real estate agent deserves to have a retirement plan and is on a mission to share that plan with as many people as possible. She's also excited to keep learning and growing her real estate business, which has also funded her adventurous lifestyle, which is going to tell us a little bit more about and international travel that she's so passionate about. She's known online as Amanda, the traveling realtor, and her vision is to help 10,000 realtors create multiple streams of income and live a passive income lifestyle by 2020. So amazing. Welcome.
1: Hi, thanks for
0: having me. Well, thanks for being here. So you are a real estate investor, a real estate agent. Tell us about how you got into real estate investing and as an agent.
1: Yeah. um, So I started off like, gosh, 2005, 2006 in California. And I started off by taking a two-year class. Yes. Two years of teaching myself real estate. It was a lot. It was definitely a lot, but I just like dove right in. And from there, I ended up meeting a really amazing real estate investor as well. And she was flipping houses. And so I didn't have the time to flip. So I ended up just partnering with her and I was her private money lender. And so I did that for years and years and years, worked out fabulous because I can go and I can see her projects and just learn from her as well. Like yeah. it's one thing to go sit in a class and learn flipping. And it's a whole nother thing whenever you can actually go and like see the house and meet the contractors and so on. <laughs> so that's how I started.
0: <laughs> that's so great. So like I love that you started with private lending because a lot of people don't really think of that as an option, right? They only think that if they're going to do real estate, then they themselves have to be the one buying the real estate and dealing with the three T's, the toilets, tenants, termites, that aspect of it. But you got in in a different way, kind of acting as the bank. So what was that that inspired that route in particular?
1: Well, um, 10% return on my money sounded really good. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, you know, I didn't have the time To do anything myself, so I had a good income coming in, but I just had no time at all. Like at the time, I was working a job where I was traveling and I was out of town like five days a week. Yeah. So yeah, I just learned. I've always been someone who's always trying to figure out what the passive income strategies could be. Yeah. And to me, I'm like, well, my my money's making me what a quarter of a percent sitting in a bank account, and Yeah, 10% sounded really good. Yeah. (laughs) So
0: I dove right in. (laughs) 40 times better. It's a little better. So, what do you tell us a little bit more about what you're doing now with real estate?
1: Gosh. So, I've pretty much done everything in the real estate sphere. Currently, we run Carolina Furnished Rentals in Raleigh, North Carolina. And that is our Airbnb business. And so, we've been doing that for about a year now. And it's working out really, really well. We still have our long-term rental portfolio as well. And I'm concentrated right now on building my real estate brokerage. And I'm building that across the United States. And I'm soon to take that internationally. And I'm super excited about that. (laughs) And so that's going to fit right into my vision and the lifestyle that I want to live with traveling internationally. So
0: love that. All right. So I want to break that apart. There's so many great nuggets into what, in what you're, you're sharing here. So first tell us a little bit more about your buy and hold portfolio. I mean, your I guess the Airbnb is also buy and hold, but the more long-term rental portfolio. What's
1: um, long-term. So yeah, I mean, that's just kind of, you set it and you just run with it. We've uh, recently put all of our long-term rentals with a property management company. Mm-hmm. So that's taken a lot of stress, or not really, I guess stress, just a lot of the stuff
0: <laughs> that comes yeah. with
1: owning <laughs> rental properties. That's taken that off of me. And then I've recently hired an executive assistant and my boyfriend, who's my partner in all of this, mostly the Airbnb business. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also we've hired him an assistant now. <laughs> so it's a family affair as well. Cause my mom's working with us as well. So awesome. Um, yeah, <laughs> you need a bunch of people to help you though. When you have a lot of different things going on, like I do. yeah, mm-hmm.
0: I need help. <laughs> Yeah, you can't do it alone. This is not a real estate. I would say real estate investing is a team sport. The better your team, the better it is. So you have these, what is it? Single family homes that you, that are yeah. with long-term. Okay. Yeah. And then now tell us about, Airbnb, a lot of people are super interested in the vacation rental space. And what do you like about it? The money. (laughs) Um,
1: No, so I got into Airbnb. I kind of fell into it, to be quite honest with you. My dad got sick last year, and I took him to Mexico for alternative cancer therapy. Mm -hmm. And uh, while we were gone, I was like, well, the house is going to be sitting vacant. So I'm just going to rent it out on Airbnb and see what happens. Well, we rented it and we doubled our mortgage payment. And so we're like, wow, I think we're on to something. So while we were living in Mexico, we ended up buying the log cabin and took that out to some land that I own as well. And then we had bought a house the day I found out my dad had cancer. We had closed that day and that was going to be a flip. Well, ended up, I kept the property instead and turned that into an Airbnb rental. (laughs) (laughs) So we just continued on that path for a while. And then recently, just like three months ago, we started leasing properties and turning those into Airbnbs, which I'm just like, duh, like light bulbs. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, I love that's like such a great strategy. And I want to highlight that for people because a lot of people are like, well, I can't afford to buy a house to do Airbnb with you it, so I have to buy it. You can rent it. I mean, I, I'm assuming the owners know that you're doing that. You're not doing it behind their backs, but they'll, you know, they're getting rent and then you're taking it and then you're putting it in, in an Airbnb and getting a really nice return on it awesome. Yeah,
1: it's brilliant. And honestly, I wish I had someone come to me with this concept when I was renting a lot of properties long term, because I mean, it's guaranteed rent for them, the landlord, it's less wear and tear on their property. You know, they're going into a lease agreement with me and my company, which, you know, great credit scores, we have the history, the track record, all of that. And we really take care of the properties. What renter are you going to get as a landlord that has your house professionally cleaned two, three, four times a month? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we, um, yeah, we have a whole list of all the pros of working with us. And I also use that for a lead generation for my real estate brokerage back here, because mm. I market that in a way that attracts out of town guests. And then whenever they use my firm, then they're actually able to get a discount off of our rental
0: nice I love that you're so smart now I just got this question on my private real estate investor goddess community page on Facebook and somebody was asking hey who's doing Airbnb and does anybody have tips on how to do it better so this is you know normally I, I give questions in advance and I have not prepared any of those questions for you, but do you have any like dancer hacks or, um, for Airbnb that you can share?
1: Yeah. So a couple months ago we ended up hiring Guesty, which is a automation service. So it how do you is spell that? G U E S T Y. Okay. So just go to Guesty.com mm-hmm. and it's awesome. I'm telling you like, I was getting a little confused with all the Airbnbs, not really being able to tell like what was booked, what was open. I mean, we've been homeless for multiple weekends because I messed everything up and I booked all the houses because we're still booking our personal house as well.
0: Oh, So, so so you, you move around to your different houses?
1: Well, I'm really only in town one to two weeks a month, anyway. Okay. And so when I am in town, yeah, like we'll stay at wherever house is open. I prefer to stay at my personal property, but sometimes it's not open, and we're renting our personal house for like one seventy five, one eighty five a night. So I'm like, um, I'll stay somewhere else, and if everything's yeah. booked, we'll go to the beach with mountains or something. <laughs> <laughs> So it's, it's nice to have, you know, a job where you can work from anywhere. Like literally if I have my laptop and my phone, I'm set. That's my
0: office. Yeah. Yeah. I, lo- I love it. Me too. So Guesty, <laughs> Guesty has helped you really yeah, get all the, the various houses and the property, that property management under control, the rental property management.
1: Yes. Because, I mean, not only like the scheduling, like the scheduling is fantastic, but I can automate everything as well. So when the guest checks in, they, they get an automated message um, asking if everything's okay. When they check out, or actually before they check out, they get another automated message telling them to check out instructions. And then after they check out a few hours afterwards, they actually get a coupon code to my website. So if they want to book again, they can come back and can get a discount booking through my personal website. So yeah, it's awesome. And Guesty gives you a website as well. And so like my website's rentals.com and people can just go there and see everything that we have
0: going on. Awesome. That's so cool. All right. So, so many awesome things. Now, I know you love travel and it's a big love of yours, big love of mine too. So tell me how all these different things that you're doing, how that helps facilitate your ability to, be able to just travel around the world.
1: Well, I mean, I'm a huge believer in multiple streams of income and you definitely have to have multiple streams (laughs) when you Mm -hmm. travel as much as I do. And so I just, I've always loved traveling. I've been to 42 countries. Like it's just a huge passion of mine. And so I love real estate as well. So when I figured out how to build passive income multiple different ways, I just like dove right in. I own my own real estate brokerage for a while. And then I just recently partnered with another cloud-based brokerage, which allows me to expand, like internationally expand Mm -hmm. and build revenue share that way. So that's allowed me a lot of the passive income that it takes to be able to travel like I do. And then on top of that, it's the Airbnbs are passive because I can run it through my cell phone. And then the rental properties are passive. (laughs) Yeah. So Yeah. It's just like how many more I'm game for more. Like I love it.
0: (laughs) Girl after my own heart. And, oh, and I wanted to follow up on something else that you had said before, because I'm a big traveler. I love to do it. And my, my husband and I all work together. We work with your boyfriend. We're doing a retreat called the Real Estate Investor Soulmates Retreat in Belize in July, but one of the things that, you know, we're talking about is how do you work successfully with your significant other in real estate? And how can they do that in a way that not only allows you to create these passive income streams and build more wealth, but in a way that can even strengthen your relationship. So how do you work with your boyfriend? You know, when you're you're doing this, how do you guys work successfully together? What are, what are some of your tips for doing that?
1: Oh gosh, um, I say just if you're with the right partner and you're on the same page and you have the same goals in life, yeah, then it just kind of all flows together. You know, I think that's really important. If he didn't buy into my vision and yeah. he didn't want the same things that I wanted, then it wouldn't work. And another thing is like you don't want to be with someone who you're gonna have to pull up, um, yeah. and vice versa, right? I don't want to be with someone who they're going to be like pushing me all the time. Both of us have to be on the same page. I think that's the most important really is just being on the same page, stay on the same page. And, you know, I'd like to say have quality time together, but honestly, like I'm always talking about work and so is he. <laughs> and work to me is fun. Work to us is like finding another property or searching Craigslist for, you know, a new dining room
0: table. <laughs> for <my laughs> there,
1: It is fun. <laughs> yeah so we just make we just make it fun
0: (laughs) I love that yeah and that's true if you love it and you're you both enjoy but also it's such a great point the importance of being on the same page and having like established goals but both being like having that clarity and just working together towards those goals so awesome I love that Now this is I want to ask you a question that I ask all of my guests because I think that we get so much more learning value when we make mistakes and when things don't go well than from when things are smooth sailing. So what would you say was your biggest mistake in your real estate investing career and what did you learn from it?
1: I've made a lot of mistakes.
0: (laughs) Join Uh, the club.
1: (laughs) I would say my biggest mistake is I trusted someone who was, at the time, a real estate coach of mine. She lived three hours away from me, and she told me a sob story and ended up getting me to invest in one of her flip projects as a second lien position, not first. And as you know, and most people on this call probably know, second lien gets nothing if the first lien decides to foreclose. And so a few things here is number 1 always 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 do your research on whoever you're giving money to and make sure they're legit make sure their partners are legit <laughs> Yeah. Make sure like just stalk them. <laughs> I stalk people now. That <laughs> sounds crazy but you have to, right? That's um, the beauty
0: of the internet. You can find so much out about people, right? You can tell if yeah, they're like the real deal or not.
1: Absolutely. So definitely that I did save my butt. I, I didn't save my butt. My attorney saved my butt because whenever I did the second lien position, he had the investor sign a quit claim deed in case anything were to go wrong. Uh-huh. I would already have their signatures quit claiming it over into my name. Thank God for that. Third thing is I would say if you are in a second lien position, make sure you get authorization from the first lien position to talk to them. You want to be in communication with them in case something were to go wrong. So thank God I had all of that. The first lien was with a big lending company, uh, Lima One Capital. And come to find out, you know, I thought something was fishy because they weren't returning my calls. And like the house wasn't selling and the pictures online didn't really look like they had done anything. So I ended up driving to Charlotte and went to the house. The real estate agent that had the sign in the front yard, like I called them and they were like, oh yeah, here's the code, just go in. And so that was weird. So I went in and found out that these people were living in the property. They hadn't done hardly anything to the property and it was in foreclosure. Lima was taken over the house like in a week. And so I ended up talking to the first lien position and getting them convinced like, hey, I will pay you off. Please just give me three months so I took over, I paid everything that was due on the loan, the late payments. I took over that first lien position as well. And then I had to go in and flip that property. That's the only way that I didn't lose my money. If I had just sat back and said, oh, you know, I'm, hopefully something will happen. No, I would have lost my entire investment, which was like $65,000 that I had out
0: in this property. And so,
1: yeah, that's my learning experience for a wow. lien. <laughs>
0: so many good lessons from that one. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't do second lean. (laughs) Not much value. I've done
1: it again, honestly, since really, (laughs) you have. have, I have, and I, this one, I lent to a friend of mine here in Raleigh and they flip, they, they're builders, like they have it going on. And I lent to them. I ended up wholesaling this house to them. And then I lent them money as a second (laughs) lien and then they lost like so much money, but they still paid me back with all of my interest. And at that point I was like, wow, like these people are legit. Yeah. And to this day I would do anything for them and they know that. And so, yeah, I mean, (laughs) you don't always find that though. I mean, usually if the investor loses, you lose as well.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's also the value of working with great people or not working with people who are not of high integrity. And ultimately, you know, in this business, your reputation is everything. And it's one thing that you can, it takes a while to build and it can be lost like that, but it's also, you know, you have to keep maintain your own integrity, but also look at the, look at the reputations of the people you work with. And it, it's not that hard to find that information, but you have to, you have to. Absolutely. You're so. right. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Gosh, that was a terrible story, but with a kind of happy ending, I mean, you yeah. came out okay. It and out. It, yeah, it worked out. Okay. And you, you had some good lessons from it. So the flip side then is what are you most proud of?
1: Well, actually I'm most proud of one of the agents on my uh share team right now It's her birthday. And I just talked to her. And I'm proud of her because her life has completely done a 360 in a year. She's been with us for a year and she just bought her dream house. And Mm so I'm very grateful and proud and I just want more success stories. I'm just looking for success stories at this point because helping someone else meet their goals and their Mm -hmm. dreams, buying their dream house with a fit stand backyard for their dog, like that lights me up. <laughs> that lights me up more than me getting it for myself.
0: Yeah, totally. I completely agree with you. That's the best. when you're like, Oh my gosh, just student client, whatever. Or got to do this or my coworker. Yes. That's awesome. And I love your mission. So that's, you know, being able to just have one more of your 10,000 get that much closer. So to what do you attribute your success? I'd say my mindset
1: I've been a believer in the law of attraction and what I think about, I bring about for a long time. And Mm -hmm. that started when I moved to California in 2005. I had a mentor of mine have me watch The Secret every single day for 30 days. Wow. Impounded in my brain. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm a huge believer in mindset. I believe that I can do be or I can do anything I want to do. Like there's, there's no limit. And I yes. am that for everyone, not just myself.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, we can also, see it. We can be it.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, visualization and all that stuff. And also always being open to new opportunities, uh, educating yourself. I just believe in constant and never-ending improvement, right? I am a, I, I just love educating myself on everything, not just real estate, but I, you know, I'm big passionate about health and wellness and alternative Mm -hmm. cancer therapies and all of that stuff. And I just believe that you can never know too much and it doesn't matter how successful you are or how much you think, you know, there's someone in the world that knows more and they're more successful than you are.
0: You can learn to be as successful as they are. And then the next level. Yeah. Love it. Love it. That's so good. And What advice do you have for a woman who's just starting out in real estate investing?
1: Oh, I would say if you don't have a vision board, create one. If you need help with one, watch the secret. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of YouTube videos out there, but it's very important just to, again, it goes back to mindset, right? It goes back to putting into the universe, putting into the world, what you want in this world, because if you don't put it out there, then you're going to get left with, I mean, whatever's left, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just educating yourself, create your vision board. I think best advice I have for someone new, and that's for any business. That's not just for real estate. Um, that's
0: for life. Yeah.
1: Find some mentors. You know, I've paid, I can't even tell you how much money I've paid for real estate education. And I think it's, you know, it definitely propelled me and, and put me on the right track And I don't know if I would be where I am. I don't think I would be where I am if I hadn't paid all that money, paid myself. But I also wouldn't be where I am if I didn't jump in and start doing it. Because you don't really learn it until you jump in and you start doing it.
0: So good. Yes, you have to get educated, but then you also have to take action. So it's not, you can't just like listen to podcasts and keep reading books and keep going to courses and keep like just... Being on the edge, you're never gonna know everything, but until you like get in the game, so oh, yeah. okay, that's <laughs> and you're such great have advice. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: There'll be surprises, there'll be mistakes, but you will learn from them, and you can recover from them and come out even higher. So awesome! What do you wish you'd known at the beginning of your real estate investing adventures that you now know?
1: Well, I uh, moved back to North Carolina in 2013 and started flipping. Um, But in 2015, I got on a kick of buying rental properties, a lot of rental properties. I bought nine properties in 2015, all Mm -hmm. on owner finance terms. (laughs) Yeah, it was awesome, but I paid pretty close to market value for these properties. It worked for me because you know, with the market, everything appreciated. And now I've sold like half of them and made money on them. But at the same time, I look back on that. I'm like, when I came back to North Carolina from California, I thought everything was on sale because California (laughs) is so expensive.
0: Yeah. "Yeah, You come back, you're like, I can buy 10 of these for the same price as one California
1: house. Uh, (laughs) And that's what I did. I was like so excited and just buying everything I can get my hands on.
0: But you bought too high.
1: Yeah. I look back now and I'm like, if someone were to go do that now with the market way it is now right now, you would lose your, you would lose because I mean, we're pretty close to the top if we're not at the top right now. And so I would not recommend doing that. You know, you got to play, you got to, you got to ride the wave. Right. And you got to ride it correctly. And that's why we've been selling a lot of our portfolio right now, because I feel like, you know, we're pretty close to the top. And so we're, we're cashing out on a lot of stuff that we have and using that money to then get more Airbnbs and just kind of sitting on a little bit, paying off some debts because you don't know what the future is going to hold. And so I think that's, um, yeah, that's my advice on that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That's so good. A lot of those of us who are from expensive markets will go into these other markets and just get super excited because it feels so cheap comparatively, but it's so important to understand the market in which you're investing in and to pay appropriate prices for that market. A lot of investors hate us Californians and New Yorkers because we go into all these markets and make everything so expensive. Because we just work are like we're thinking relatively, you know, price. Like, oh my gosh, I could pay eight hundred thousand for this at home. I'm going to pay four hundred thousand, and the locals are like, "That's a two hundred thousand dollar property." What are you doing? So, <laughs> yeah, that's that's good advice. Uh, And luckily you bought in at the point in the cycle where even if you were overpaying a little bit, you were paying less than now.
1: Yeah. The market had me. That was my, thank God, the backup plan.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So before we get into our famed end of show Trinity, which is a brag, a gratitude and a desire, what is the best way for people to reach you and find out more about what you do?
1: So I am known as Amanda the Traveling Realtor Online. So that's my Instagram. That's my Facebook. And then my website is amandathetravelingrealtor.com.
0: All right. And that's that's where,
1: easy. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. where I send everyone to for my speaking engagements
0: and stuff like that. Fabulous. Okay. Now time for your Trinity. What is your brag? What are you well, celebrating? My
1: biggest celebration right now is I just got back from California. I just had a group of agents come on into my uh, brokerage from from Hermosa Beach and Redondo Beach, and like my home for nine years. I love it. (laughs) And so I'm definitely celebrating that because that's going to be taking me back out to California probably about for one week a month for the next, I don't know, six months or so. And super excited about that. So I'm just looking forward to growing the LA market for our firm and just dominating it. I'm ready to dominate LA.
0: (laughs) Well bragged. And what is one thing you're grateful for?
1: I'm grateful for my mom. She helps me with everything and I'm grateful to be able to take her on these trips with me. I, I took her to LA last week with me and, she just had so much fun, like riding bikes on the beach and just hanging out. And uh, I'm just grateful to be able to, to take her along with me. My father passed away a few months ago. And so Sorry. to get her out, thank you, but just to get her out and take her everywhere that I go with me is, is awesome. I love that.
0: That's beautiful. And what is one thing you desire?
1: <clears throat>
0: to travel the world. <laughs>
1: Literally like my plan is once I get my passive income up to my goal, then I'm just gonna pick up and I'm not gonna have a schedule, I'm not gonna have an end date, um, nothing and just travel the world and it might be on a yacht or a plane or an RV or a backpack through Europe. I don't know yet.
0: For combinations. Leave. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I just I just wanna go with like no end in mind and just wherever the road takes us, then that's where we'll be.
0: Mm, well, so shall your desire be or so much better than you can imagine. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much, Amanda. That was awesome. So y'all, you can reach her at Amanda, the traveling realtor everywhere. <laughs> so, yes. And you can reach me at reigoddesses.com and uh, connect to our community of real estate invest of female real estate investor goddesses you can join our investor club to find out about our investment opportunities and you can go to events to find out about our events like our real estate investor soulmates retreat it's happening july 19th to 21st and our wealth to real estate event which is in september in la the 27th to 29th so i hope to see y'all at one of those events and and join us next time for another amazing awesome badass real estate investor goddess interview bye